It's time for Did You Watch It? How does this show work? We watch what we like, we talk about what we watch, and maybe you'll like what you hear. I'm Liz. And I'm Neil. Last night, we watched episode 7 of The Amazing Race, season 24. The show aired on Sunday, April 13th, 2014. Here's what we thought about it. This week was definitely indicative of why I love this show so much. I feel like the intensity was totally stepped up this week. Oh, it was crazy. And there's still quite a bit of race left, but it has gotten to the point where people are way, way serious now. Yeah, it's getting tougher. Yes. They started as they ended last week at Colombo, Sri Lanka. Yes, my homeland. Your homeland. And they traveled to Hadrian's Bridge in Rome, Italy. Okay, so I gotta ask you something about this. Yes, please. The whole figuring out the clues and the whole eternal city thing, like is this a commonly known fact that Rome is the eternal city? I didn't remember that Rome had, you know, was called the eternal city, but it's been a very long time since Rome has been on my radar. Yeah, I mean, thinking back to school, like, I can't remember what happened back then. <laughs> it was so long ago. Okay, well, you know what? Props to the cowboys <laughs> for just, like, blowing up the stereotypes, because here's Jet. He's like, oh, it's got to be Rome, because, you know, Hadrian was one of their first emperors. So, don't everybody know that? <laughs> I was kind of drawn aback with Rachel's comment. The Eternal City, Ethiopia, Africa. Woo! <laughs> oh. No to Rachel. First of all, Ethiopia is a country, not a city. Right? S right? Uh. Second of all, I just started liking the two of you. Don't mess it up. You know what? I'm sorry, but I feel like this episode totally changed my mind about Branchell because oh. uh, there were so many irritating things in this episode. Oh, my gracious. And I'm sure we caught them all. I'm sure we did. But I got to say, I felt bad for her when she biffed it on the street. Uh, yes, I felt bad for her. Yes, I felt bad for her too. And that was pretty much the only time the only I felt time, bad for right? her during this episode. I mean, that was a tumble, and I don't know how she recovered without having a bloody scraped knee. Well, you know, she probably just used one of her headbands as a tourniquet and just moved right along. Special mention to the Globetrotters. They mentioned that this was their 30th leg of The Amazing Race. So, yeah. um, very, very impressive. Normally, what I would do is I would go to Google and I would get the details and report it to you and the listeners. But, like I said, I just finished the first All Stars from season 11 and I'm just starting season 12, and I'm not messing up anything. So, I will just say, Props to their durability. Well, and can I just say, I just appreciate your research. Thank you. Truly, I hate to disappoint in this regard, but if I was caught up, I would absolutely be telling you, you know, what the breakdown was and where they ended and all this other stuff. But it's still a surprise to me right now. I think our listeners can roll with it. Yeah, I'm sure they can. I'll make it up to them later. I'm sure you will. <laughs> So they arrive in Rome, yes. and their first stop is the Colosseum. Yes. 
where they have this legs detour. The teams get to choose between Gladiator and Charioteer. During Gladiator, they have to engage in sword and shield play with a rather large gentleman. Yeah, that dude was so big and burly and very intimidating. Oh yes, very much so. He was all into it. Yes, the other option was Charioteer, which I thought was very, very innovative. It was. The teams needed to complete five laps around a predetermined course using remote-controlled chariots. But the unique thing about this was each team member had a remote control. One remote control controlled the speed, while the other remote control controlled the turns. And so they had to complete the five laps before the flame went out, which was basically just fabric and a fan. <laughs> yeah. Which was cute. The whole thing, it was just very complex, and the fact that they had to work together so well, and there were rocks in the way, and there were all these other things, I thought it was pretty ingenious. It was. It was very cool. It was one of the best cooperation detours right? that I had seen, because you literally had to cooperate with the person that you were paired up with. Totally. But the more people that actually did the race, the more difficult it got. Oh, it got chaotic there for a minute. It was crazy. So from the airport, Jessica and John arrived at the Coliseum first, and it was funny. The moment he said, I think we can do Gladiator, uh, I immediately translated that to, you can do Gladiator, and I can limp through it enough so it won't hurt us too much. <laughs> And I interpreted it as, the minute you say, you got this, guess what? You don't. So Brendan and Rachel arrived second and they chose Charioteer. They did it once, it was too slow, so they had to pick it up. Yes. But then by the time they started their second attempt, the Afghanimals arrived. And then it turned into Chariot Demolition Derby. <laughs> yes, as only the Afghanimals can. Caroline and Jennifer had to do their speed bump before they got to the detour. Yeah, they did. Okay, so their assignment was they had to go to the Pantheon and pick up an Olivetti manual typewriter. See, this is why I love the fact that we're in Italy now, because we get the whole Italian flavor going. Of course. So they got the manual typewriter, but then they had to place it on a pedestal in front of the building that it resembles, which is called the Altare della Pat Patria. But what I liked even more was them fighting over who was going to hold it next because it was so heavy. Oh, yeah. It's like, do you want to hold it? Oh, it's just so heavy. Oh, my God, it's heavy. <laughs> it sounded like me. I'm sorry, but it did. By the time they've gotten their typewriter, now we see that Jessica and John have changed clothes and they're working with the person who's showing them what the moves are because they, yes. the moves were predetermined. They had to perform them in a specific sequence. They did. And once again, John was telling her what she needed to do and how she needed to do it. And then when it got down to it, he was the one that was messing it up and she was doing really well. Oh, because he has martial arts experience. Of course. So John went first and he messed up. So then Jessica had to go and she went all the way through. Yes, she did. And she did it. All the way to the death. Then because John messed up, they had to leave. Yeah. But fortunately, because nobody else had arrived, they got to come right back. So John got a second chance and messed it up again. <laughs> he did. Poor guy. I just, yeah, he's so confident though. Oh, you know, you got to give him that. I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. You can see this guy running head on into the wall <laughs> and there's nothing left but the outline of John. <laughs> uh, 
Dave and Connor and the Globetrotters then arrived at the chariot race when the Afghanimals saw that they were there and they realized how much difficulty they had with Brendan and Rachel just yeah. being in the race. They said, you know what, boo this, we're going to go do the gladiator. Let's switch. And I got to say, to make that decision, and they've done this a few times, yeah. in the heat of the moment, they make that split decision to switch gears. Because sometimes that's what you have to do. Yeah, but you don't see people having the courage to do that very often. But these guys have done it pretty consistently. Dave and Connor had gotten there, and they were literally about to finish their last lap in time. Yes. Brennan and Rachel were ahead, but they'd hit a rock and they got turned around. So literally, right before Dave and Connor are set to cross the line, Rachel does the whole kamikaze thing and takes out their chariot. <laughs> yes, she did. And blocks them from the finish line. Yeah. And it's like, wow, really? Oh, he was not happy. I was not happy and I wasn't even in the race. But was that brilliant strategy or was that just Rachel being Rachel? See, I don't think that she thought about it that long. You don't I think don't so? I don't give her that much credit. Okay. I thought because she made the comment, she said, hey, it's a race. That yeah. she maybe tried to intentionally sabotage them. But for her to put together that she had the time to basically keep them from crossing the finish line by hitting her switch, I don't give her that much credit. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. And I've got to say, at this point, Rachel is officially back to bugging me. She had pretty much worn off all that goodwill that she had. <laughs> yes. With Margie and Luke and all that sympathy that I was feeling for them. Yeah. So they had pretty much eradicated all of that with that move at David Connor. Caroline and Jennifer made it to the typewriter, yes. which is what they call that building. They decided they were going to do the chariot race. All right, cool. John finally got through the gladiator thing. Yes. But I didn't realize that both team members had to make it through successfully at the same round. So even though Jessica had finished it successfully earlier, because John didn't, they still had to do it all over again. Yeah, they both had to redo it to the point where they were both successful in the same try. Yeah, see, Jessica really needs to rethink things. Well, she's super, super patient. Yeah, oh my God, she's gotta be. I don't have that much patience. The Afghanimals were totally into the gladiator fight and I loved it. I loved the way they were getting the crowd riled up and- They were having fun. They were, the whole ladies man, I do this for you, <laughs> was just <laughs> cracking me up and like- That was very good. Oh, look at the girls. That was very good. Oh my gosh, I was dying. Yeah, so Miracle of Miracles, Jessica and John came out of the detour first, followed by Brendan and Rachel, and then the Cowboys came in third. It was funny, Jet was commenting about the chariot race, and he said something to the effect of, you know, you had to really watch out for the other teams, because, you know, they were, everybody was driving like Sri Lankans. I know, I got that, and the minute I did, I thought to myself, that's where I get it from. My really bad driving must be due to my heritage. We're risk takers. And Caroline and Jennifer were so cute because they got there just as the Cowboys and David Conner had finished, and so it was just them and the Globetrotters that yes. were left. And they were just so cute. They were just like, oh, well, you know, we're pretty much eliminated. <laughs> 
and then they finish. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, we finished! Yeah, you know. I loved the way they were just dragging the Roman soldier around behind the chariot. He wasn't even sitting oh, yeah. in the seat anymore. You know, as long as the horses are up, we're good. <laughs> So when they finished at the Colosseum, then they had to go to Piazza di Spagna, which is the Spanish Steps. And that was the roadblock for this lead. See. So what they had to do, once they got to the Spanish Steps, they had to find the little chestnut guy who had all of the clues. Yes. And next to the chestnut guy was a little stand with some flowers and postcards, you know, the whole souvenir thing. Yes. So what they had to do was they had to count the steps, count how many steps there were, not including the sidewalk, and then they had to take that number and add it to the number of the year chiseled at the base of the Obelisco Salustiano at the top of the steps in the Piazza Trinita del Monte. Man, I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> I've been practicing. I thought my fake Italian was good, but yours is awesome. Then what they had to do was on a postcard that they had to get when they got the clue that the chestnut vendor would give them, they had to write down the total number of steps plus the year. Then they had to write it in Roman numerals and show it to a couple sitting on a Vespa dressed as Gregory Peck and Audrey Hepburn when they were in the movie Roman Holiday. <laughs> yes. You are so right, my friend. The roadblocks and the detour, they're getting a little bit more complicated. Nobody oh. had to eat anything nasty this week. No, but it's a lot more complicated. Yeah. I mean, between the counting and then the Roman numerals and the adding, yeah, forget it. I would have flunked. Yeah, but apparently that wasn't the worst of it because the worst of it, communicating to the taxi driver where you had to go. <laughs> I did feel bad for Jessica and John in that particular part of the race. The section of the clue that they were going by was the Piazza of John Keats' Unhappy Roman Holiday. When they told that to the taxi driver, the taxi driver only heard John Keats. Yeah, via, via. And via, via, <laughs> not Piazza. No Piazza. Vi right. But then we find out later that the reason that they had that clue phrased the way that they had it phrased was because John Keats actually died at that building. Yeah. You know, that, that's where he died. Not so, good. of course, it would be an unhappy Roman holiday. Of course, it I would. I would presume. Then we get to friggin' Rachel. Back to Rachel. So she gets there ahead of Dave and Connor. Dave and Connor ask her which way is the clue box. Yeah. And she's like, and so she just half points. Yeah. Off in a direction. And said, well, it's a race. It's a race. And it's like, okay, because let's go back to last week when they were at the fuel station. She picked the color green because apparently that's their color. Yes. And she was dragging green tuk-tuks <laughs> up, up to the gas pump when she was supposed to be checking the card on the windshield. And it was actually John that set her straight and said, no, you need to match the card. Yeah, so this was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So now, at this point, I'm now taking the energy and the effort to not like them. <laughs> so with you, it's the principle. It's the principle of the thing. I respect a man of principle. Ugh. Flight time. <laughs> Needs to just read the damn clue. The fact that he 
said he couldn't figure it out when he was saying, everybody's telling me how many steps there are. He could have just counted them. He, counted the, count the damn steps. He just didn't want to. And I thought, wow, he, yeah, that's a cop I'm out. not counting these steps. That's Who a cop Who knows how out. many steps? <laughs> and he made like six or seven trips <laughs> up to them people. And it's like, come on, dog, count the steps. In that amount of time, he could have just counted them himself. Yeah, and then the thing is, all he did was give them the number of steps. Yeah. He didn't see the other part. It's uh, Read the damn clue. Oh, boo. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, oh my gracious. <laughs> this one hurt. Yeah, this did. It did. It was rough. We find out during this journey up and down the Spanish steps that Brendan is a physicist. Yeah, I don't remember hearing anything about that in the past. Right, it probably never had occasion to come up in casual discussion. I totally get that. Oh yes, by the way, I'm a physicist. You know, she's a waitress and I'm a physicist. <laughs> Truly a case of opposites attract. Yeah, so once they got the number right and they wrote it on the postcard and they showed it to Audrey and Gregory, they had to travel by foot to the Piazza del Popolo, which is the People's Square, where they had the pit stop, which was very nice. I need to go to Italy. You do. I've been telling you this for years. And I've been wanting to for years. It's the happiest place on earth. Brendan and Rachel finished first. They won this leg. I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't either. Because this fool stands up on the mat and he decides to describe their progress as a sinusoidal wave pattern. Like anybody. Okay, I had to Google it. I kind of checked out at that point. It's like... Yeah, please. I mean, I was already upset that they even, they even won the leg. It's a sine wave. He could have said a sine wave. But no, it's a sinusoidal wave pattern. Eh, I don't like them. <laughs> Done with them. But tell us how you really feel because we're really interested in that. Don't hold back. I want them eliminated <laughs> next leg. But you want them to eat something nasty first. Absolutely. I want Rachel eating crickets or grasshoppers or something with more than four legs. Yes, deep fried spider. I don't care. <laughs> Found out about Caroline and Jennifer and, you know, their little, what's what's the word I'm looking for? The, the May-December thing going on with Dave and Connor? Yeah. That was kind of cute and kind of disturbing all at the same time. And you know what? The thing is, it wasn't that disturbing to me. <laughs> it was just like, okay, we love these girls and we love them and I'm kind of going, you know, as buddies, romantically. Like, no, no I mean, you know, I didn't necessarily have to go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have gone there. I did the minute she said it. I was like, okay. Because well, cause that's where you go. <laughs> that's not always where I go. That's where you go. Please, See, excuse I, me. Know. That's where you go. Well, you know. Yeah, let's just call it what it is. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> so they did the little buddy-buddy thing and they were sharing information and they did all, you know, working together. Okay, props to Dave and Connor for letting Caroline and Jennifer step on the mat ahead of them. Yes, I thought that was really cool. That was cool, okay? That was way cool. Caroline and Jennifer are now off the list because 
I'm liking them more. Yeah. I'm liking them a lot more than I did at the very beginning. But the fact that they were helping each other out was really cool. That was good. So, right. So, Caroline and Jennifer finished second. Dave and Connor finished third. Jet and Cord finished fourth. The Afghanimals, the Globetrotters, and Jessica and John kind of ended up having to work together, share information yeah. in order for them to finish. And that was really cool that they were helping each other. Yes. But in the end, it was just really tough. Once again, John <laughs> came up a little short because... Poor John. He forgot the postcard. Yeah. So then he had to go down, because I think they were close to the top yeah. of the set. So he had to travel all the way back down, literally passing, I think it was... Everybody. He had to pass flight time on the way back up. Yeah. Considering how close they were at the end, how close the Globetrotters and Jessica and John were, if he had the postcard, the Globetrotters would have been eliminated. Yeah. But because John had to go back down to the chestnut vendor and get a postcard and then come back up the steps and then go to the piazza. Yeah, it was all over. Jessica and John were eliminated. I knew it was one of those things that was going to happen eventually. Yeah. But I was hoping that the elimination would come in a more competitive fashion. Yeah, rather than just a mistake like that. Yeah, this kind of ranks right up there with the sitting on the express pass. <laughs> so they have not essentially recouped their reputation because no. this elimination was due to forgetting to get the postcard. Yeah. Jessica's value has skyrocketed. Of course. Okay. John. Poor John. He's not even a penny stock right now. Poor John. But I must say, I, I loved what he said at the end about Jessica. He really did give her props. He better. I, I know, but it was sweet. It was sweet that he did. Because he is definitely out of his salary <laughs> range. I'm telling you. He is, but it was very sweet. Yes, it was. I'll give him that. All but right. Yeah, he better appreciate her a lot. Yes. Because if he won't... Somebody else will. <laughs> exactly. On that note... On that note... Uh, Next week, I believe that they are going to remain in Rome, or at least in the general vicinity of Rome. I hope they just remain in Italy and we get to see another spot in Italy. I think we will. I hope so. Until next week, ciao! That's our time for today. You can follow us on Twitter at did the letter U watch it. You can also find us at iTunes. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening.